Right, welcome back to Fly High Media Talks. We have another episode for you guys today, and today we are going to be talking about uh, what metrics we should be tracking on our website. So, um, not going to lie, Matt is the uh, the the numbers detail metric uh, guru here. I'm only here to make stuff pretty. He's here to make things um, count, I guess. Um, so, yeah, from your perspective, um, because you manage all that stuff um, on our side, what what are the main things or metrics that people need to be um, tracking and what's important, what's less important, what's sort of more of a vanity thing, and what's more of a you know business structure, um, lead generation sort of indication of things going up or down. Yeah, so the the broad picture, so looking at um, page views, um, unique visitors, returning visitors, that's that's good, and you should be measuring that. But um, ultimately, you want to be getting more conversions, whether that's inquiries, phone calls, things like that. Um, so you should be mainly looking at your conversion rate and not not just the conversion rate but the conversion rate from inquiry to actual sales so you should be tracking that on, on your cms um if you're if you're another agency then you should be working closely with your client as well to see their sales rate so you know if you're driving a lot of traffic to the website well you, they're not converting there may be something on the website that's um not quite right so they're, they're not the quite um, the not qualified not quite qualified yeah so you might need to switch up copy um, targeting yeah targeting if you're using PPC um, make sure the targeting is readjusted um, Facebook ads as well so make sure it's for the right audience so uh, there's that another thing is carefully monitoring the conversion rate and the traffic for individual pages so mm. you know, looking at the overall picture that that's all well and good but tracking uh, individual pages is probably the best so um, you know that way you can you know what's working well what's not working well within the actual website right that's it yeah yeah so w when you're looking at the overall picture you can't quite tell what to do um, so you have to go back into um, the page to see what's going on so there's there's things you can track like so we, we always recommend and we, we love Hotjar don't we so we love to track yeah. you know how the user sees the, the, the website so so Hotjar, let me let's jump into that because I don't think yeah. a lot of people know what Hotjar is. Hotjar is a heat map software that essentially you can see where people are hovering over and clicking um, in in a heat map sort of uh, in a heat map way. So uh, as good as numbers are and graphs to tell you what's happening in terms of metrics, um, what Hotjar actually allows us to do is see. I don't know. Is it green where it's a lot or red where it's a lot? It's red, red where it's, red where it's so, hot. Yeah. yeah, so it's red for hot and blue, blue for cold. cold. Yeah. yeah, so the area where people are clicking the most and hovering the most on the page, that's going to show like a little red, uh, like a little red mark around it, essentially. Uh, and you're able to see where people's attention is, so that you know specifically you can put things that you want them to see in the areas that people seem to be looking at. So, um, in at least countries that read from left to the right. We used to we tend to put things on the left first that are the most important because that's where people's eyes go naturally first, um, and things on the right that are less important. And you see that on websites as well. Um, people naturally first go to that left side and read from there, as opposed to going to the right side. So yeah, that's just a little little sort of uh, Easter egg in there. Yeah, and um, so I think I think to look at so. Um, for for hot jar to work, you can't just do it over a day. So you mm. need to measure it over. I'd say it depends how you get in website, how you get in traffic to the website. So, um, but I, I definitely recommend a few thousand visitors to, to make yeah. really good um, decisions and um, calculated and uh, well thought out decisions. So, um, 
leave that data to form for a long for for a while. Um, I'd recommend to do the same for for traffic results as well to measure results because you know if you're tracking two two days versus the last two days, that's not the bigger picture. So no. you need to be look, especially for SEO. Um, you know if you do month on month comparisons, that'd be good. But if you're doing um, like a three month period versus another three month period, that's when you'll see really good growth. Um, so for SEO. I def definitely recommend looking at the bigger picture. So even twelve month comparisons, that's that's best. Um, you know, each each month there'll, there'll be steady growth, but when you when you look over a twelve month, 12 month period, that's when you'll you'll start to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit like trying to do a like a test group um, research based on like three people. That's, you're not going to get very good results of that. You need a wider user base in order to be able to measure something. Um, and often what we do is measure month one versus month two versus month three if we're working mm -hmm. on a three-month campaign um whereas that wouldn't be possible it wouldn't really give us good enough results if we measured for example week one week two week three we still do it just to look sort of peek in how things are going but in terms of reports there's not much point going these three days were better than the last three days that's not really you know it can, if it dips the next day it could tank the entire last three days altogether yeah so sure. uh, yeah i think month by month metrics and measuring and uh, adapting strategies to what's been changing over the past month um it's probably the best way to go. Yeah, sure. Um, another thing to track, um, again, not so the, the, the traffic, so the page views, etc. That's like, um, that's just like the overall picture. So what I'd look into as well is uh, referral traffic. So if you're getting traffic from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Instagram stories, what I'd do is I'd, I'd, I'd make sure I track that as well. So um, if you get in uh, loads of traffic from Twitter, for example, from Instagram, but you're not getting anything from Facebook, then maybe put some money into Facebook ads. Mm. Um, make sure that you're leveraging all the different channels. And you know, same with email. If, you, if you're not getting much traffic from email, you've got an email list, make sure you're using that list. So if you've got a thousand people on that email list, make sure that you use that email list because it's free traffic, isn't it? It is essentially free traffic, yeah. And um, the people that are willing to be on your email list, if they're still there, then obviously they know you have some value to give. So utilize that. At the end of the day, traffic you own, which is a bit of a buzzword um, around, isn't it? Yeah. Um, another thing uh, I want to jump into is, and this is sort of lower level, a lot of people don't understand this, is page views versus hits. Uh, sorry, um, new users versus hits. Um, and a lot of people don't sort of understand the uh, the, the difference between between the two. So do you want to dive into that and sort of what's important? Yeah, so unique, um, so unique visitors, um, yeah. so the, the individuals that, uh, like how many different people are, at, uh, come on the come on the, the website each month um, and then like sessions that's the amount of time that people come re return to the site and things like that um, so if everybody came if you had 300 people and everybody came twice you'd have 300 new new visitors and 600 sessions essentially because every exactly, yeah. times two yeah and another thing to track is like how, how many page views per session so um, if that increases it shows that you're doing something right it shows that you're getting people engaged it shows that you're going through um, you, it shows that you've got good content if you want to you know read more and more um, it also gives you an a better idea of which pages that are, are going well so you should, another thing to track is the behavior flow so you should track start to finish people's journey so if people land on um, if people land on a service page if you landed on our SEO or um, yeah, if they landed on the SEO page and then they went to go to the contact form, the contact form was, I don't know, maybe it was down for a month or something like that, and we didn't get any any people contacting us, then we'd know there's a problem with that. So we'd go through the, the contact page, 
um, really have a look at that. Um, <clears throat> so it, it is testing and it's trial and error and um, you, need, you need to go through things regularly and, and test them and measure them and record them. Um, so it's, it's, it's a real um, important part of it because you need to take a you know, situational analysis of where you're at each month, each quarter, each year, and then look to improve on it. So um, I, think, I think measuring growth is, is a big point too. Absolutely, yeah. Um, are there any metrics that you see people measuring that don't really mean that much or anything that isn't that important? Any, any myths you want to bust or anything like that? Um, well, bounce rate, that's a difficult one to measure really. Yeah, bounce rate is not really something you can control that much because it can be stemming from a variety of different, different factors. So bounce rate, what bounce rate is, the amount of people that come to your website and leave within a second. Another metric to track is below. So you should go into devices and things like that. So looking at mobile versus desktop. So yeah. you should see if there's conversion rate issues or traffic issues with mobile or desktop. So. For example, if it's a high bounce rate on mobile, that might mean it's slow. Same with desktop as well. Mm. Um, another thing is going further into mobile, and that's checking the screen size. So you can yeah. check um, the the resolution of the screen. And if there's an issue with that, then that might that might mean that the website's not responsive to that screen size. Yeah. Or it may mean that the images are too big or something like that. It's just a good way to actually check that is going to Page Insights by Google and it will show you a breakdown of what's good on web, on desktop and what's bad on desktop and what's good on mobile, what's bad on mobile. So if you're having issues like that, if you're seeing a dip in mobile users, for example, go into Page Insights on Google, you can Google it and uh, put in your website URL and it will give you a breakdown of potentially what might be wrong and how to fix it uh, on mobile if there's an issue there. So um, it's a it's, it's essentially sort of trialing something that doesn't work and then fixing it uh, if you see a dip in it that's why analytics are important yeah um another thing i think um is just for ease of use make sure that your google analytics account is connected to your if you're running a wordpress website that is connected to your wordpress dashboard so you can check some of the basic stuff within your wordpress dashboard and it'll actually show you analytics within wordpress when you log into the back end Obviously, more advanced. I don't think you see everything in there, but the more advanced stuff, you have to go into Google Analytics and check it there. Mm -hmm. um, but they have a whole host of features that you can use. I mean, Matt's checking it out now on on his iPad, for example. Um, it's just very easy to use. There's mobile apps for it as well. We've got a very good app to be fair. We've got a very yeah. good app, yeah. So uh, that's not the best. I think there's some customer data there on that. I don't know if you want to show that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, there's ton there's the, the the app's really good by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, um, another thing to do to speed up mobile page speed is enabling AMP. You need that on all blog mm. pages. So, on, if you're running a service website, don't don't do that. But for blogs, then definitely do that. AMP basically loads a a lightweight version of your website, so it's easier for mobiles to, to load it up. Yeah, it's cool. especially useful for when people are loading the website over three G, four G, or or a bad Wi Fi. Or worse, <laughs> what GPRS or oh. H? Is it H? Three or H or just H? I can't remember. There's some old school. Like if you go to the, like these weird like ends of the of of even the UK, you get these weird mobile networks. We can't load anything. Yeah. Um. So if you have AMP, you uh you will load faster than everyone else. Cool. I think we'll leave that there for now. Then, yeah, if you have any more questions time. or any queries or anything specific to your website, drop them down below or email Matt or myself. Uh, we will uh, answer all of our messages. And um, yeah, we will look forward to seeing you on the uh, on the next episode.